0: Hello After Buzzers, we're here doing another Disney's Girl Meets World after show for season one, episode seven, Girl Meets Maya's Mother. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder, and joining me, Lee Epstein. Hey again. (laughs) Hello. I like the purple.
1: Thank you. I like the pink.
0: (laughs) Oh. We compliment each other. Yeah. Talk about this <laughs> Literally. The Literally. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about this episode. Finally, we get to meet Maya's mother. That's exciting. I love yeah. the whole beginning tease with Farkle and, you know, how he's 48 pounds of nasty. Oh, draw na- I would love to draw that. That's, I would love for that to just come in the middle of the room right now and us have to draw it. I think we should try. <laughs>
1: I'm not going to say anything about... I can't say anything that won't sound weird. What do you want? Okay. okay.
0: <laughs> Here's what I got. How's that?
1: That's good. That's 48 pounds of...
0: Nasty. Nasty. All right. Um, that was more like a stick figure. Probably like two pounds. But anyway, I, I like how... Uh, we get that the teacher's like... She's asking why we're not drawing Lucas. And the teacher's like, you know what? This is what men look like. Most men look like. They don't look like Lucas. Like, get rid of this. I, know. I ca- That I'm was funny. I feel bad
1: for this kid. Lucas, this is like... <laughs> Every freaking episode, they, this poor he's kid, pretty. They're, 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 to, like, to, re- they're literally calling him pretty and like, all you are is a pretty boy. And like, he seems very sweet about it.
0: That's a good, <laughs> you know what? I hope we get an episode that explores that because Interesting. It's, it's kind of, you're right. Every single episode, we're directed towards this kid's good looking. He's just good looking. He's good looking. He's everything because he's good looking. And it's not that. So hopefully we have that coming up. Yeah, And
1: it, keep, it does seem to me like they try and you know, as the character, mm-hmm. he tries to. Be more than that, right? Like, right. I see that, you know, he's, he's a nice kid and he tries to be helpful yeah. and all these good qualities. I
0: think we need that development episode with his character. Yeah,
1: for sure. Mm-hmm. That would be nice.
0: So we get Riley is not drawing Fargo, she's drawing Lucas, and she's right. like, "Oh, this is the first time this has happened." And then we see it's not; she's got that bowl of fruit with uh, fruit with Lucas's face all, yeah, over. all over. I it. literally laughed out loud at that point. When they
1: showed the second one, that when she did. When they showed yeah, it's very the funny.
0: second one, she's like, "Oh, funny thing, that's the first time that's happened." And then she's yeah. got this ridiculous Good job. Girl, meets world art, art department. You guys, yeah, did you draw that? That's amazing. Uh, I I probably didn't draw that.
1: No, I would, I would think not. If, that, if that's you know your what? best work, yeah, I'm. I can
0: paint. It's okay. on my Instagram at cinematic underscore escape. You can check out my paintings. They, they're a little <laughs> bit more extensive than stick figures. Not that was much. A
1: very. That was a very clever transition into your self plug. There, that was that was good.
0: You like that? So um, Riley is trying to discover. What she is good at this episode. I know, I know we're all like, we've all done this. Every single person out there. I think I'm still doing it. I'm not really sure. I know that I'm good at the limbo. Also on my Instagram proof. Oh, interesting. Um, I'm good at parallel parking. And like, I think-
1: These seem like very lucrative talents. Yeah. Maybe if you could combine them, I don't know. You could like
0: Corey's good at magic. I liked the salt and pepper, and no one can do pepper oh, tricks. So funny! <laughs> and Tafanga's hips don't See, like, lie. I, yeah, okay,
1: <laughs> I couldn't believe it went there, but also, which was funny. <laughs> that, that, when it was really, really funny, and then she says, "Like Shakira's here." Yeah, you know, says, "But callback. I love having again Augie, just a great sidekick. Mm-hmm. You know, a great, a great comic sidekick with Corey in this particular scene at the at the table where they're doing the magic trick.
0: Yeah, I love that. He's he's part of it all the way. He's always a huge part of their life. And I love that. It's like – it's so uh, effortless how much he is just a part of Corey and Topanga. He's just always literally stuck to their side. Like he's become them like a body part. Like, But they- he also
1: feels to me more like – it's funny because I agree with you mm-hmm. and I feel like he's very – Mature and independent right. for a young kid, you know, as a character he is.
0: But I just feel like their characters are so interwound and it's nice that they have that parent relationship yeah, yeah, for with sure. him. Because, like with Riley, it's like she's out exploring the world; they don't really have a leash on her anymore, and it's like they're sort of at war a bit with her sometimes.
1: Although she's like abnormally close with her parents. Actually, when you think about it, yeah. for someone who's you know an adolescent in middle school, like she's literally in the class with her dad every day. Yeah.
0: <coughs> That's me. a good point. Most
1: kids are not seeing. Their parents during the school day. Right. You know, I just age, feel sure. like
0: as a partner, Augie is more like their partner. I think that yes, that like changes it. Yeah. With them, kind but of, it yeah. changes over time. But so you were talking about something interesting, um, earlier whenever, you know, we get that whole Riley's like, what am I good at? And Corey's like, you know what? I've, that's a waste of time. I've always been, that's a phase. I've always been thinking about what am I good at or whatever. And he's like, you know what? What's not a waste of time? Mashed potatoes, and right. and you thought that this sort of story was like him Deflecting ignoring it
1: a little. I mean, well, here's the thing. I think it's true to Corey's character, you mm-hmm. know, that Corey certainly compared to Topanga is always more confused about the world and you know unsure, right. and she's kind of more confident and she knows how to go about things and you know, more rationally and everything. And, um, I think that, or not always rationally, sometimes, I'm, you know, kind of just wacky and emotional, but still that she's kind of got stuff more figured out. And Corey, and Michael alluded to this when he was here in the writers mm-hmm. too, that, you know, that, um, Corey is a little bit more confused about the world. Like, it's about, you know, he Boy Meets World was about Corey figuring out the world. Mm-hmm. So I think it's consistent with his character to not really be sure, you know, where his real strengths lie. That said, I felt like this is a kid, you know, here's an adolescent kid raising a pretty serious issue that people struggle with. I mean, she's looking at her little brother feeling inadequate compared to him and her, you know, overachieving mom and feeling inadequate compared to her. And, you know, she's looking around and and feeling some inadequacy and, and some... Some real feelings, and I felt like I didn't really like when Corey's character says, "Oh yeah, like let's just eat mashed potatoes." He's I like, that was "Can I just
0: of, eat a dinner?" It's, it's funny, but, but it was like
1: minimizing a okay. serious issue.
0: That's how you saw it. Now, let's—I want to talk about what I got from that. So, let's kind of talk about that scene for a moment. Um, he's like, you know, mashed potatoes—they never let you down. They're the best at what they do in the world. They're better at being mashed potatoes than anybody could be, so don't be mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. And in my Mm -hmm. mind, I took that as don't try to be Michael Jordan. He is the best at what he does. You need to focus on being you. You're never going to be Michael Jordan. You're never going to be mashed potatoes. So you need to just be you. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt like I, that's what I got from the mashed potatoes. And it's funny that you no, got. No, I agree with you. You're right. Yeah. At, the,
1: at the end, there's that like mm-hmm. that tagline that he has. And that kind of makes it right. come together. But at, at first, I didn't really feel like he was teaching anything. Though I do think you're right. There is that lesson in there about. Yeah. Even, it's not even. It's not saying don't strive to be someone who's high achieving and good. Just right. don't try to be someone else.
0: Right. Don't try to. And, and yeah, there's always going to be that somebody who's probably better at that thing. But you know what? They're not. They're not you, and that's what you can always be. So that's what I got from the mashed potatoes, which I love mashed potatoes. I don't think they ever let you down either. Just as a little segue, yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I also Lee like doesn't like mashed potatoes. No, no, He's I do,
0: lying. I do. He no, prefers I'm French to think, fries. I know, so I'm to
1: that's exactly what I'm thinking. I know that's what no. You're I like saying. mashed potatoes if they have like caramelized onions. I like onions. If they have onions, I like them.
0: I put like corn and uh, ranch dressing on them. That's another story. <laughs> Um, but I like that, the, you know, they all, they always are discussing their problems at the dinner table. And when Corey's, she's like, how are you helping me? And he's like, can I eat a meal? Because it's like, really, we never see them actually eating their food. They're always like figuring That's out these life, you know, huge problems, you know. So it, it is funny. I liked that. And then I also liked seeing, you know, expanding Corey's character and seeing that he was good at magic because we spent Boy Meets World, the seven seasons with him. Trying to figure out, you know, what it was that he was good at. And we sort of get that reflection in Riley, though, this episode. Because what she's really good at is going through an avalanche for friendship. Like she says Mm -hmm. Corey has always done. Which... I can relate to the Boy Meets World episode when Corey tries to save Topanga's parents' marriage. Mm-hmm. He goes back to Pittsburgh, actually, where I'm from, sort of two hours below Pittsburgh, I'm from. Um, Which, by
1: Pennsylvania standards, is close.
0: It is close. That's where I fly in to go home. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm on a plane six hours, and then I'm in a car two hours. Can't wait to go home. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the cows. That, that is a schlep. Um,
1: That's yeah. it. There's our Yiddish word for today. It's a schlep. Thank you. Schlep. It's the like more a long you know. journey. Oh, you're know. teaching
0: me so much. Do you remember this last time?
1: The te- chutzpah.
0: Chutzpah and yeah. schlep.
1: Look, I mean, this is such an educational program. I'm a
0: genius now. I know so, yeah. what I'm good at. <laughs> yes,
1: you have know, two, two Yiddish words. I think you have a career in... <laughs> But the Yiddish theater, there you go.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) In central Pennsylvania, right?
0: Yeah, that's fine with me. Oh,
1: right, you're talking about the boy episode when Corey goes back to try to save Topanga's parents' marriage back in Pennsylvania, right?
0: Yeah, and you know what? He doesn't exactly succeed, but the fact that he tries to fix those friendships and that relationship... That's what Riley's good at, and that's what she got from Corey. That's what he passed down to her. She's good at, you know, going through whatever it takes to fix these relationships. And it doesn't turn out perfectly in this storyline with Maya and her mother. But Which I I like,
1: by the way. Yes.
0: I'm so glad that just because it's a Disney channel, it doesn't end happily ever after. So let's go ahead and talk about that storyline where, you know, Maya's mother doesn't show up for career day. And Shakira does, Topanga. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. But, um, you know, it, it's weird that, you know, Sabrina, who plays Maya, she really, she does seem affected, but it doesn't necessarily bar, like bother her as much as it should.
1: Yeah, it's almost sad to me. That's actually one of the most sad parts. I feel like she's mm-hmm. hardened, you know. Here's the right. kid, and the kid is almost in the role of the, what, if nobody should be in that role, but that the kid is almost in the role of the adult, right? That the kid is like making excuses for the parent. Yeah. And, you know, that she's kind of been hardened and just, you know, that's, she's, she's, yeah. she's kind of used to it. She's become used to it, which is sad that she's used to her mom not showing up and being available. And she's, you know, just kind of like, this is the way it is. And, you know, kind of explaining it away and, and making excuses and apologies for her mom. And that's, you know, not really the way it ought to go no. for an 11 year old. So it's sad.
0: It is sad, and I'm glad that she has the Matthews there to kind of help her and parent her, because I don't want her to be this hard teenager, but she does look like she's a realist, and like she says to Riley, I'm not a dreamer like you. I don't have these expectations of great things turning out for me. And we get, you know, her mom... It sort of is a dreamer. It has sort of Mm. always carried that dream of being an actress. And she puts on this performance for The Classroom, which reminded me of Sean Hunter's father, because Sean Hunter's father didn't show up until really late Mm -hmm. for career day, embarrasses Sean, and he tells this elaborate story. He's like a storyteller always telling lies.
1: Yeah, these two episodes, this one and the last one, um, girl meets popularity, or girl meets popular, popular. and girl meets Maya's mother. Maya's mother. Have a lot of the flashbacks. I mean, pretty pretty blatantly to Boy Meets World. And we meet Farkle, of course. Farkle's
0: father, Minkus, is back.
1: I'm sorry, we meet Minkus. Yes, and that was
0: hilarious because he's like, Topanga! Which we always got in boy and was amazing. And (laughs) he was always comparing himself to Corey. So he's like, sorry, I was late. I had helicopter problems. He's like, do you have a helicopter? And Corey's like, no, do you have a Topanga? So even still. Yeah, there's
1: still that thing. But I like that Topanga says, you know, like, are we really still hung up on this stuff from our childhood?
0: No. Right, but... Because then they fight about the who has more A's. But
1: it was nice that they sat Mm -hmm. together and had a meal, you know, at at their house. It's
0: good that things wrapped up a little better than they started. But so Riley takes it upon herself to invite Maya's mother to the art show, tells the teacher um, Maya's going to participate. And then we get that fantastic drawing of, or the painting, where you only see half of her mother, which is obviously a reflection in her life, only seeing her mother half the time because her mother's trying to, you know, raise her alone and still have a job and still be there for her, but she's embarrassing when she's there for her.
1: Yeah, there's a few things that are... This is pretty heavy stuff, actually, in this one. Yeah. And I remember also the writers talking to us about how, and and Michael talking about how this, uh, this actually tested well. They were nervous, you know, if it would be okay, Mm -hmm. um, on this show. But I thought it, I thought it was really well, went, done really well. And a couple of things are, that I think of are how I think it's complicated with her mother. It's not so simple to say she has a bad mom. You know, I think the, that Maya's mother, it seems like she doesn't know how to, um, be better, and she wants to, and she feels bad about it, right. but she doesn't know, so she kind of absents herself and, like, just says, All right, like, I'm gonna screw it up, so I'll just, you know, pull myself out of the picture. Um, it's sad, but it's, I think it's complicated. It's not just it like is. that she's uh, inherently bad, you know?
0: Because then she sends the tuna melt, which she knows is Maya's favorite, and, but then still, Maya's only getting half, which is mm. symbolic of. Her mom only being there half the time. Right. She doesn't, doesn't really want a tuna milk. She wants her mom. She doesn't, yeah. You know, it's
1: kind of a consolation. And I, or not so much of a consolation. I think the other piece to me here is that, you know, Riley trying to be the savior, the rescuer.
0: And the mother a little bit, honestly. Yeah. That was exactly
1: she, what I was thinking about. That role reversal yeah. of the kids being the parents.
0: Yeah. Because she helps Maya find out that maybe she does have a future in, uh, you know, being an artist. Right. And so this whole thing wasn't a waste and that, you know, Maya thinks that she's going to be just fine, which hopefully will get, we'll get more development with her mom and her mom actually right. coming around and and being the parent that we can see that she wants to be.
1: Yeah, and I think that Riley is trying to help Maya, mm-hmm. but similar to things that Corey did, like, honestly, that episode that you were mentioning just now is a perfect example of, you know, the boy episode where he tries to save, to you know, to Topanga's parents' marriage. Mm-hmm. There's something about... Um, it's, I think it comes from sensitive people who want to be helpful, um, you know, but you can't necessarily fix other people's lives. They need to be empowered to fix it themselves. And I think that's kind of raised here also, like that Maya wants to be helpful. Uh, sorry, Riley wants to be helpful to Maya. Mm-hmm. And the way she does it is kind of by going behind Maya and making things happen.
0: And that's what Corey did. He went to Pittsburgh without Topanga And That's not
1: necessarily the... And I think the show raises the issue that it's nice to have good friends who are trying to be helpful. That's good. But there are different ways of going about that help. And sometimes being the rescuer who jumps in and tries to fix everything for everyone else doesn't work. Yeah, And Maya doesn't exactly want Riley to be doing all that for her. Maybe it would be better if they... Like, maybe we can see more kind of honest conversation with... Riley and Maya and her mom, you know, we'll Mm -hmm. see. But um, it doesn't always work out when Riley tries to be the good Samaritan.
0: Right. I think we all struggle with that. We've all tried to fix things that are sort of not in our realm to fix Mm -hmm. and aren't possible. It's not in our hands. But I like that line where we have, they say people tend to stay in the same level of their parents and Riley couldn't get um, her to come to the to the art show, but I think that by her mother thinking that people stay at the same level as their parents, I think that needs to change, and that's kind of laying pipe for the future episodes of her mother's mindset changing, and then hopefully that'll help Maya's mindset changing, because I don't think that's true. You know, um, I think whenever you're growing up and you can see that, you know, your parents, they always strive to be more, but maybe they just couldn't get there, I think that breeds... um, necessity for you to and the desire for you to go above that mm-hmm. and not sort of surpass your parents per se i think Corey struggled with this when he said his dad was just a grocery store owner and when we got that ex- that um episode and boy where they were sort of um, exploring that which i expect we get with mm-hmm. maya and her mother but you know it's not it's not that it's it's more so it's like You're your parents, but you're, like, the the next generation. So I don't think it's, like, anything bad on them. I feel like it's a tough tough line to walk. I'm surprised that we saw it on the Disney Channel. I'm glad we are. I think hmm. the kids can handle it. I think it's good for them to re- reflect on and not be like, maybe if I'm stuck in this situation and, and they don't like exactly the level they're at, you know, mm-hmm. it, it'll be inspiration for them to you know figure out what their talents are and, and not feel like you're condemned to this life that you can always do better. And yeah. I feel like Maya will be on that road to, to having more positive attitude and expecting things like Riley does. Expect Expecting People to be there Expecting your dreams To come true
1: Look and Riley has It's, it's a different issue And I don't want to You know um, Compare them in the sense Of this one is better Or this one is worse But um, I would say that Riley is struggling In the same episode really um, Or in the same Couple of episodes About Feeling the pressure Of very high Achieving parents mm-hmm. Who kind of went You know That um, That Topanga Went above where she came from And you know Is this high power lawyer And um, and somehow on a teacher's salary and a lawyer's salary, (laughs) they have a nice brownstone in Manhattan um, (laughs) or maybe it's in Brooklyn. I don't know. And um, and so, you know, that Riley has a different set of issues, but they're similar about, Mm -hmm. you know, comparing oneself to one's parents and. Um, in terms of achievement and success, and and what all that means, so obviously they're different issues, clearly, um, but they're kind of different sides of the same coin, in a right. sense.
0: You know, everybody was saying because this shows on the Disney Channel, are we going to get hard hitting issues? And I think we're starting to. I think we have. I mm. think we've we've arrived at the, at those issues that are more hard hitting that you can still have on the Disney Channel, and they're more reflections of life, more real issues that we all probably have, and it's sort of taboo and you just don't discuss. But it's nice to see that awareness on television that'll help us all reflect in our real lives. Yeah,
1: I would like to see more of that. I, I mean, can't wait. I would like to see more of that. There, there. Look, there have been some. There has been talk you know there that progress has been made, and things have been changing this year. I think the mm-hmm. first lesbian openly lesbian character appeared on the Disney show wow. only the past year, 2014 you know so we're I mean things that um that are in real life, obviously hopefully we'll see those reflected in this show as as we have been
0: because TV is just a true reflection of life right i think I think Sean H- I think Sean Hunter said that <laughs> um, sometimes let's go ahead and roll into predictions.
1: Now you're after Buzz TV predictions.
0: So, what do you think Augie's gonna be good at? It looks like he's giving up his opera career.
1: <laughs> but that is amazing. Also, he's so good. This kid. That was like. See, that's something I do love about this show is letting the actors do what they're best at you know like mm-hmm. here's this kid who's obviously this hammy actor kid who's like a <laughs> singer and an actor right and and you can tell he's and you can even hear the live studio audience screaming out and like wooing for him and clapping for him and i'm sure he's just feeding off that live kind of theater <laughs> type of energy yeah so that was so cool to let him do that i mean that like wasn't really so necessary for the episode to make sense but it was awesome it was a, to me a great a great finish a great coda to the episode and so i love seeing that um yeah, I'm sure we're going to see more of him.
0: I'm sure we're going to see a lot more of his talents. He does seem pretty brilliant. Right? Yeah,
1: I mean, I, th- I think that's cool. So hopefully we'll see more of that. And, um, and,
0: and touch upon Maya's mother. I, There's so much sure. more there.
1: Yeah, right. You can't just leave it in that one episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I would predict also that we will see more of Maya's mom. And kind of, um, and just continuing to unpack these characters, you know, as a, as complex, you know, multifaceted, multilayered characters. I, I think agree. we'll see more of that, too.
0: Alright guys, well that's a wrap for this week We'll see you next week And Lee, where can we find you on Twitter?
1: As always, Lee M. Epstein At thingy before it
0: <laughs> I'm at Cinematic Escape guys Thanks for tuning in And we'll catch you next week From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek And the entire AfterBuzz TV staff We would like to thank you for listening To the AfterBuzz TV Network